Sounds weird not hearing the king at Christmas. May his royal highness rest in peace. I hope Queen Mary and both Queen Elizabeth are coping well this Christmas. The first after a loss is always difficult. At least they are celebrating together, as a family. Family gives you strength at difficult times, I find. Quite right. I'm sure they're all now congratulating Her Majesty on her triumphant first Christmas speech. The first Queen to be broadcasted on the wireless. I think it's exciting to have a woman as monarch. It's not the first time for it to happen, you know. Now, now, Mother. I obviously know that, Mrs Davis. But it's still quite rare. Not for me, it's not. I was born while Victoria was on the throne. And think how lucky you are. Most women live their lives ruled over by men. And you have lived through the reigns of two female monarchs. Don't you think that's great, George? All I'm thinking is that you still call my mother Mrs. Davies. It's polite. Exactly. What else would you ever call me? Oh, I don't know. Maybe your name? Or mother, even? You may move with the times, my boy, but I certainly do not. Well, not all of us want to live like Victorians, Mother. You think of everything my generation went through, my boy, to ensure you would have a peaceful life. My brothers fought in the Great War. Your father died fighting Hitler. If I wish to cling on to the manners of my generation after they so gallantly sacrificed themselves for this generation, then I shall do so. Hear, hear, Mrs. Davis. You can't seriously agree with her. Of course I don't want to live by the rules of a bygone era, no offence. But I don't see why we should force our elders, no offence, to live outside of their comforts. I can't see Her Majesty forcing Queen Mary to modernise to this new world. You have been defeated, my boy. On two fronts. Just like Hitler was in the war. That makes us the Brits and the Soviets. Who's who? You're closer to red than me, dear girl. Fine. Then I'll be Russia. 
Oof. Are you okay, dear? I'm fine. The baby's just kicking. Won't be long now until this bundle of joy enters into the world. Here. Place your hand over my stomach. You can feel it kicking. Oh, the God-given miracle of life is such a beautiful thing. Are you looking forward to being a grandmother? It's all any woman my age could wish for. My child is fully grown and now starting a family of his own. My purpose in life is swaying from motherhood to being the matriarch of our growing family. Your parents must be equally as excited, dear. Mummy and Daddy are excited, yes. Mummy has taken up knitting again to help provide clothing for the little one. She sent a lovely white cardigan. Which the baby may be able to wear on their first day of school. It's the thought that counts. And at least it's not too small. I was more of an embroiderer than a knitter myself. Once the baby is here, I shall get to work on something for the little angel. Whatever you make, Mrs Davis, I'm sure it will be wonderful. I'll have to dig out your old christening gown, George, for the baby. I am assuming that the child will be baptised. Indeed they will. I've already got the ball rolling. A few of us expecting mothers formed a mother's guild and have raised the funds for a new font for the church, meaning we are first in line. I assume your family will come and join us for the occasion, my dear? They are hoping to travel down as soon as the baby is born, so Mummy can help out. It will be lovely to see them both again. George, could you fetch me a cup of tea, please? I'll do that for you. No, Mother, let me. Would you please make me a drink while you're up, then? Of course. Tea, Mother? A sherry, I think. We can make a toast to our new sovereign. Good idea, Mother. Shall we upgrade your drink, my darling? Do we have any of the baby sham left? The doctors say that it's helpful with nausea. Aren't we past the morning sickness stage now, my love? Get your wife what she asked for. All right, all right. Sometimes us girls have to stick together. I'll make a feminist out of you yet. Don't forget I was a supporter of the suffragette movement. I may have been young, but I proudly declared votes for women. See, we're not that different after all. And one day, you will be the old bat who's too stubborn to move with the times. I can't see the need to progress further than we are now, Mrs Davis. Once women are equal, what else will there be to fight for? We said the exact same about the suffragette movement, dear girl. Mark my words, one day you'll be thinking that you've turned into me. Well, if I'm half the mother you are, Mrs Davis, then I will be very happy indeed. You flatter me, girl. I've worked no harder than any other mother. You were a mother and a father to George after his father died. For ten years you raised and looked after George. It's made him the man he is today. My Robert would be so proud of him. Robert would be proud of you too, Mrs Davis. Here you go, Mother. And for you, May. I just need to pop back out to fetch mine. He's the spitting image of Robert, you know. It's so painful to look at him sometimes. I can only imagine how it must feel. Most of the time it doesn't cause me any pain. It's just those few instances where I just look at him. And he is the spit of Robert. Right, that's all our drinks topped up. 
Shall we toast to Her Majesty the Queen? To Her Majesty and to this Elizabethan age. God save the Queen. You have been listening to Elizabeth R. 1952. Written and produced by Andrew Creek. Starring Juliet Rimmel, Margaret Ashley and Andrew Biss. Containing audio of Queen Elizabeth's first Christmas speech. Copyright belongs to the Crown. Theme tune by Andrew Creek. Sound design by Ross Manili. Executive producer was Tony Filer.